Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Gina Liao coming to you for an audio-only episode and we're bringing back the listicles because apparently you guys love your listicles. You've been asking for these on Twitter and on TikTok and Shempre. We want to send the fans home happy just like AEW so we're going to do it about the forbidden door. So alam naman natin na AEW has been trying to kick it down by partnering up with all these different promotions. So consider it the crossover of crossovers here in wrestling as we break these down. So Ro, as the guy who is primarily managing in TikTok, uh, why this topic in particular? Not me, man. Uh, but I will say that uh, let's talk about the rumor real quick about why Brian Danielson signed with AEW. So he wanted to work Japan. He wanted to work NJPW. Uh, rumors are saying that Vince was going to allow him to work the G1 Climax, even though he didn't know what the G1 Climax was. But Nick Khan, the president of the WWE, also wanted to be the sole exclusive partner of NJPW. And Shempre, NJPW is not going to have that. So Tony Khan knew that his top guys are going to come over to AEW and now we have the whole Forbidden Door situation and people like to see dream matches uh, I don't know what fan you are if you are not doing a dream match uh, if you're not you know fantasy booking dream matches everywhere in your fandom so Chino, why this particular topic why are we talking about Forbidden Door dream matches first of all I like how you can't give me credit for coming up with good ideas thank you Stan Wait, sorry well, no now I know, Stan. Now I know. It's fine. I understand. Wow. <laughs> no, because it's all the rage now. People, we are li- living in a time where we never thought to see people like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and whoever else appears on AEW on our TV screens in such a manner. Right? The pop that CM Punk got mm-hmm. returning to wrestling in his hometown. The pop Daniel Bryan got or Bryan Danielson. God, I still have to get used to that name. 
when Danielson got at the end of All Out is still something that we talk about now and the opportunity to produce matches that we thought we'd never see before. You know how before we never thought we'd get the MCU and now here we are, 22 movies later, talking about the MCU. It's the same thing. But not Shang-Chi, not Eternals. ディープ、俺はパクシディと、さっき言ってたノブリストーンがパクシディ。あ、俺はパクシディと、あ、さっき言ってたノブリストーンがパクシディ。あ、俺はパクシディと、あ、さっき言ってたノブリストーンがパク
Yeah, so Brian is turning 40, uh, if not later this year than early next year, and Ibushi is about 39. So they're right around the same age. Oh, same, yeah, the same a little age, bit past their prime, if you could say that. But I think that they can still put out a banger. So this is a match that is definitely high up on our list. Ibushi's still pretty good. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go Let's keep going down the Brian Danielson rabbit hole here and talk about the American Dragon versus the Rainmaker. Brian versus Okada. What makes this matchup special? Brian has always, you said on Dynamite, he wanted to face the best of the best around the world, right? So all you got to do is put top stars against him, and those are the matches that will draw you money. And literally, may pera in Brian versus Okada because the uh, Okada is going to make it rain. But I do want to see this match happen. I do want them to take off the brakes and have AEW loan Brian to NJPW and put him in like, you know, those 40 to 60 minute classics that Okada loves to do. So I want to see that happen. I think Brian also wants to see that happen. Uh, Make it happen, guys. Yeah, and Brian, during the AEW media scrum, actually was quoted saying he wanted to do something that was a little bit riskier. You know, when you get married and have kids, your life gets a little tame. And the reason, one of the reasons he decided to move to AEW was because he wanted to see how far he could go. What better place to do that than in NJPW? Yeah, in a 60-minute Broadway against Kazuchika Okada of all people. Oh, right? Oh. braso for 60 minutes. Why not? I also love yes. how Okada's at a, at a point where yung mga uh, matches that people are fantasy booking him in, lahat sila puro mga dream match talaga. Alam mo, parang special attraction matches. Like, yeah. he, he's in rarefied air at this point and he's not even 35 yet. You know he's a big star when people are putting him in those spots. Right. Yeah, he's established himself as the main guy in New Japan now, especially after New Japan lost a lot of its stars. Diba? Wala sila... Nakamura and was AJ Styles. Okada was the main guy that stayed behind when they were still trying to build up Jay White and them. Right. And he was still and he remained the stalwart, and that's why people respected his ability. Right. So yeah. Uh speaking of stalwarts in New Japan, you can't talk about a fantasy New Japan matchup without bringing up Hiroshi Tanahashi. So Brian Danielson versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. What separates this from a Brian Okada match? Uh the style. Mostly because Tanahashi is the most WWE guy that NJPW has. And knowing that, uh, I feel like they're going to have a good mix of styles, if you will. Uh, It's going to be similar to a Brian versus uh, Cena match in which Tanahashi is going to work a more main event WWE style that we're used to seeing from these guys. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Want to see it happen. What I like about the Brian Tanahashi matchup is that Tanahashi's body type is very John Cena. Oh. So exactly. I've always enjoyed watching Brian go up against bigger guys. Shampre, uh, because, you know, a natural underdog, right? Uh, I mean, Brian isn't as small as he used to be back in his initial Ring of Honor days, but uh, Brian today is still smaller than Tanahashi today. So, yeah, he's pretty small. He's, he's not as jacked as he was before. Right. So, dun palang, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing in my head. Now, here's a matchup I really, really, really want to see. Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. And I think that just um, speaks for itself, right? Suzuki at 50-51 can still put out really good matches. He can hit hard. And Chino mentioned Okada and Brian trying to kill each other in the ring. This is a match where both guys will literally try to maim one another. 
Yeah, uh, Brian used to do matches back in ROH against uh, stiff guys like Kenta and Takeshi Morishima. So yung style niya is talagang sinamagpatayan. And he even got injured in one of those. I think he suffered a detachment. Yeah, against Morishima. Because, yeah, against Morishima, diba? If you all remember that. So I think he wants to push the envelope a little more here. And a, a matchup like Brian versus Suzuki is exactly what he's looking for. And I just hope that he doesn't get sent to the injured list after that. Yeah. Sayang naman, diba? Nag-off siya ng three years just to get put back on the yeah, let, Let's hope that doesn't happen. It's I'm going to knock on wood right now because I really don't want that to happen. But what I want is that this gets the mock Suzuki treatment from Dynamite. I know that Tony Khan has the power to put them up on AEW programming, but uh, it would be much better if AEW was able to loan Brian Talaga to NJPW and give him the title he deserves. I think that's what he really, really wants more than anything, that he wants to work on that stage in Japan instead of having the Japanese wrestlers come over and wrestle him in the U.S. television. Yeah, I mean, AEW is all about making everybody happy from the fans to the wrestlers. So if that's what Brian really, really wants, then give it to him, right? One last Brian matchup that we'd like to manifest into the universe is Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. And I mentioned the Cruiserweight Classic earlier. I remember the ZSJ matches and how enamored Brian was with ZSJ style. So his escapability of Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian's technical style. We don't really get a whole lot of that in mainstream wrestling, especially in WWE because everything's uh, pressed for time, right? But to see these guys in a 15-20 minute special singles match at a New Japan show and then they're just going to be trading hold for hold for like two or three minutes. I would love to see that happen. I think uh, Brian really wanted to wrestle the way ZSJ wrestles a match. So he wants to work that kind of match. And I think uh, it's also possible that he, we could see that happen. So there, those are our five Brian Danielson matches na pinagsama-sama namin. We're actually going to talk about Brian again <laughs> later on. So uh, there, there's another matchup that I'm not sure if you as a listener have, have seen this coming or would like to see this happen. Pero kaming tatlo, uh, internally, this is on our radar. So we'll talk about that when we go to Impact. For now though, let's stay with New Japan and let's bring up the Bullet Club and the Elite. So there are some unresolved issues from New Japan in America. And obviously, that all goes back to Jay White and G.O.D. And the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. You can throw Adam Cole in there. Uh, are we going to bring Hangman Page in here as well? No. No, he's really he's really distanced himself from that. Uh. No, what I... Yeah, he's a dad now. He's Hangman the dad now. So he Hangman is not elite anymore. So, talagang, he has really distanced himself from that. The future endeavor from the elite. Yeah. Also uh, so, what's the story yeah. here? So, basically, I was at the show when... Uh, yeah, I'm on, I just wanted to flex. I was at the New Japan in America show in the Cow Palace in San Francisco, California, 2018, I think. At the end of this show, the members of the Bullet Club turned on members of the Elite. And of course, later on, we would know that the Elite would form AEW and they would get future endeavored from the Bullet Club themselves. Now, everybody thought that was the end of the situation. They had to write out people like the Young Bucks, like Kenny Omega from the Bullet Club storyline because they were all the way to do their thing in AEW. But as of late, in, in current um, NJPW of America storylines, the G.O.D., the Good Brothers, Kenny Omega, and Jay White have interacted from time to time. Jay White has even gone 
face-to-face with Kenny Omega in an Impact uh, wrestling ring, although albeit it was tag team and then the Chris Bailey. And so it wasn't really a Bullet Club thing. But basically, they planted the seeds from all those years ago and The battle lines are drawn pretty much ever since uh, the Good Brothers and AJ Styles went to the WWE, Kenny Omega as well. Uh, It's really interesting to see this civil war finally happen. And I think they know it's a big match and I know they have it in their pocket somewhere, sometime down the line. Does it take away from this story na it took years for it to materialize kasi nagkaroon ng konting sama ng loob between the elite and the New Japan head office? No, I think the subtext of all that, the meta-narrative of all that happening adds to the lore of everything. I think it goes beyond the kayfabe of what happens in the ring and that's what makes it spicier for all the fans. Yeah, especially in this context, considering that mas effective ang meta-narrative outside of the WWE. Diba? Kasi the WWE tends to shy away from internet storylines and meta-narratives and only sticks to kayfabe, right? Whereas with this, at least na take into consideration yung fact that there is a civil war and there is there are issues that arose from the, the young bucks, the elite, moving away from the New Japan uh, side. Right, so for you mga new listeners who aren't familiar with a term like meta-narrative, it basically means a story behind the story. So what's really going on in real life na could be influencing whatever story we're getting told in kayfabe. So there. We're going to be getting to more of the dream matches now that the Forbidden Door is slowly eroding. That's happening in a bit. But first, we got to take a quick break so we can tell you about one of the newest sponsors of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys, as you all know by now, it is really, really important to keep your browsing and your online activity safe on the internet. And you got to keep that safe from, you know, malicious actors and criminals on the web. You can do that by investing in a nice VPN subscription. And our friends from NordVPN will give you just that. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash 476, podlink.co slash 476. It will take you to the NordVPN store page where you can subscribe for a two-year and four-month subscription that will protect you. And when you do that, it will help us do what we do here at the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi mga macho at sexy chismosa, ako nga pala si Mokoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba pa longest? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, parin tayong pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa Dahil ang tunay na macho Chismoso Pag longest ba? Tayo rin yung pinakamatigas If you're a podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon We want to share with you a tool that we use to help monetize our podcast It's called Podmetrics You may have heard about it before, but let me tell you now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands just like we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly so you can maximize your earning potential. 
Not just that, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode and use our referral code WRESTLING2XPOD. That's wrestling number two XPOD, so you can monetize your podcast too. And we're back on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So let's get through the second half of our list of Forbidden Door Dream matches. Let's stick to New Japan and let's talk about Andrade El Idolo versus Tetsuya Naito. So this story writes itself, the leader of LIJ versus the founder of the OG Los Ingobernables stable over in Mexico. Um, has Andrade wrestled in New Japan? Yes, yes. As the somber, your masked uh, persona, yeah. He's held the IWGP Intercontinental Championship before. And, uh, siempre, uh, it's not the same right now because he's not La Sombra anymore, even though he was, uh, the original founder of Los Ingobernables. And I want to see how these, how this new, uh, how this new persona, this, uh, this unmasked main event persona clashes with the, head of LIJ that has gone on to win the world championship. So, big match yan. Meron din tayong Los Ingobernable related storyline down this list. But for this current iteration, it's going to be interesting to see if they also incorporate the same civil war aspect that the Bullet Club has with this sort of extension club in LIJ. Kasi, may backup ba si Andrade? Uh, wala pa. Wala pa at this a, point. It's Ric Flair. Wala pa at this point. Maybe Ric Flair. <laughs> wala sa Resbak eh. Anong Civil War? Baka, baka si Ric Flair. Baka na Lucha Bros. Baka si, yeah. baka si Roosh. We're already, we might as well get to it right now. Roosh is still on the table here as far as the Forbidden Door is concerned. And he also has time to Los Ingobernables. And there were rumors online circulating that Roosh was going to be a part of the storyline with the Lucha Bros and Andrade El Idolo. So only time can tell really where this actually goes, if it actually goes anywhere. But it'll be interesting to see uh, Andrade El Idolo visit or revisit rather his uh, past in New Japan. Yeah, sina Andrade and Naito nagkasama naman sila in the original Los Ingobernables in Mexico during Naito's excursion. So I, I kind of remember that bit, but I've never seen Rush. I've seen pictures of him. The idea of him tagging with Andrade does look interesting, but I'm very curious about how this storytelling would work uh, when you know Andrade's English isn't perfect and the LIJ guys don't really speak all that much English then. So how will that work promo-wise? I mean, I get it. It's New Japan. Promos don't matter as much, but still, people got to talk. Uh, Naito is a Spanish speaker, so that is uh, one way they yeah. can get into it. Uh, Andrade and Naito can communicate in Spanish and they can all just translate for us. All right, yeah. And we can just read Rely on Chris Charlton. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's close out our New Japan list by bringing this up. Uh, this is a crossover between New Japan and the NWA. Nick Aldis versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. All right, Anato, stalwart versus stalwart? Yes. Uh, Nick Aldis is the face of the National Wrestling Alliance right now. 
and you put that guy up against the John Cena of NJPW, well, that's a little bit unfair to him. He's just Hiroshi Tanahashi, one, uh, the one in a hundred years talent. I think that it's going to boost NWA's profile even more as on their renaissance, their little renaissance here going on. Yeah, because NWA has actually been gaining a lot of steam in, as of late. But they've been incorporating a lot more wrestlers into their lineup, as well as having a new NWA champion in Trevor Murdoch. Right? So this uh-huh. leaves Nick Aldis with a lot of room, a lot of spare time for things like taking on the Star Wars of New Japan or perhaps going AEW side and taking on somebody else there. Right? There's a lot of options for him right now. And I think he's the best bet to, to make the excursion into other promotions because I feel like he has the most experience in terms of of uh, different promotions. Yeah, see, Nick Aldis, uh, he spent some time in Impact as Magnus. Uh, he, you know, obviously he's done uh, NWA. I'm not sure uh, if he's done New Japan. Has he? Parang hindi pa, but I could be wrong there because TNA had a partnership with New Japan before. And it's possible that he was on the early uh, Wrestle Kingdom shows and I don't know, mga late 2000s, uh, early 2010s shows from that time. Now, uh, before we get to this uh, last Brian Danielson entry, let's stick to NWA and let's talk about this matchup that Chino included in our list, the Lucha Bros versus La Rebellion. So what can you tell us about this one, Chino? So basically, La Rebellion are the reigning NWA tag team champions. And it was brought up during the media scrum when a reporter asked the Luchan Bros if they would be interested in taking on La Rebellion. Of it's Tony Khan, Red Booker, we just said, hey, wait lang, that's not up to them, that's up to me. But wouldn't it be interesting if AEW, the much larger promotion, gives a little light, a little smoke to a smaller promotion like NWA, right? especially as we mentioned, NWA is actually on its little renaissance as of late. NWA can only benefit from this promotion and smaller companies like Game Changer, like MLW might be smaller, yes, but also have a ton of talent that they can offer. And even and dream matches we're already getting uh, Moxley and Nick Gage in a death match, right? After all, after all these years of being teased. So now it's really just, it's a bevy of opportunity. It's a cornucopia of fantasy bookings, of, of things cornucopia. that we can see Love it. In, in this part of wrestling. It's, it's just amazing, really. Okay, for people who don't know who La Rebellion is, I looked them up because I had literally never heard of them until today. Uh, but some names you might recognize. You've got the founder who's Angel Garza, now on, uh, in WWE when he was Garza Jr., so Shane founder nun. Uh, Santos Escobar, back when he was El Hijo del Fantasma, he was part of that as well. For those of you who used to watch Lucha Underground, the guy who was El Dragon Azteca Jr., uh, his ring name is Ray Horus, he's part of that. Caden Carter, who was once Lacey Lane, because that's her real name, she was part of this stable as well. So th- that's a bit of yung pedigree and history ng La Rebellion. So there. Okay, let's move on to the last item on our list. And I'm not sure if anybody would have telegraphed this, but it's a matchup of two OGs from the New Japan LA Dojo, Brian Danielson versus TJP. I never thought about uh, getting excited about this, but seeing it on the list, I'm like, yes, I, I would love to see it. Let me add, similar styles, uh, technical pedigrees, 
and a history in the LA Dojo. People have brought it up. And I'm sure that this is a match that has crossed some people's minds. And despite what you may feel about TJP now, it would still be a good match. I can't lie and say that I don't want to see this. So whether or not Brian Danielson gets to go to Impact, I think they should do this match. I think it's going to be big for the brand. Yeah. I mean, TJP has just been meandering in the mid-card right now of Impact. So who's to say that we don't get this sooner rather than later, right? Who's to say that he doesn't just jump ship and go to AEW for a bit? I want to see it for the history, obviously. If you remember from one of the older episodes of the podcast, pre-pandemic, TJ's talked about being roommates with these guys. Uh, Rocky Romero, Nakamura, uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, so dun palang ang dami ng history. They can just put out yung mga pictures nila. Um, Ro, I know you have the Nakamura book, but there are actually pictures there of a young Brian, of a young TJP, Uh, of all of these guys. And I would would uh, pop for all of these things. So yes, let's make it happen. Brian Danielson versus TJP. Come on, Impact. Come on, AEW. Let's book it. So there, that's our list. It's a very quick list of the Forbidden Door Dream matches. And now that we've gone through them, uh, did we miss anyone? Did we miss anything that we didn't talk about? Hindi, pero eight matches pala to. But we're considering all the Brian Danielson matches as one. So, it is actually seven. Yeah. And daming da- yeah. We might as well just call this episode the Brian Danielson Why not? Pwede ko sabihin yun, actually. Yeah. It's the Brian Danielson special because we love Brian. Featuring some other guys. Yeah, featuring other guys. It's our love letter. For the American Dragon, now that he is out in the world, um, exploring the possibilities with AEW and everywhere else. So there, if you have any other dream matches that you want to recommend or that you want to manifest into the universe, and if you want to tag us in there, uh, go ahead and use at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Just tag us. If you want to keep the conversation going on social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And then on Spotify, please follow us there. Every follow goes a long, long way. It is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to leave a review or share the podcast on social media, let people know that we exist. It'll mean a lot to us. So please leave us those five-star reviews. Kind of like how Dave Meltzer leaves those five-star match ratings on anything he likes and, you know, uh, marks out for. If you want to keep supporting the podcast through your online shopping, though, you can actually do that through our friends over at Shopee. Alright guys, kami 10-10 sales sa kabila, meron din sa Shopee. All you gotta do to support the podcast with your shopping on Shopee is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash w9x, podlink.co slash w, the number 9 and the letter x. Uh, use that on your mobile browser, at the cart, check out, and what you buy will help us do what we do at the podcast at no extra cost to you. And if you're enjoying all of this content from the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, don't forget that we still have the live streams which happen every Thursday night over on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. You can follow us over there Thursday nights at 7pm or you can hit us up over on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Nakasimulcast din kami doon. But if you want to talk to us individually, you can hit us up on social media. It is at Roizwar, at Chino Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to our babyface producers, Nikai and Gail, behind the scenes for putting these episodes together and to the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for all the good work that they do. And thank you to every listener, every patron, every viewer, every subscriber, everybody who's been supporting the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in their own little way. And as we get out of here, 
On behalf of Romo Ran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C saying, please mask up, double mask even, get your vaccines if you can, register to vote if you can, and the next year, let's all go out to vote. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.